You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Yo, yo. I go by the name I'm of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it whip on whip and soft to hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack on the off the track. Welcome I'm heavy to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick and I'm waiting for a cliched Australia joke from these gentlemen. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. How's everybody doing? Oh, you know, oh listen to you fellas being so above it. <laughs> We were gonna. We I was. Australia. I was not gonna do Australia. I was gonna say, "Hey, uh, we finally are the international hardcore podcast yes. that we always That's, have uh, aspired to be." But you know, yeah. You, what's you that? What's it. that? What's that fantastic band? Uh, international hardcore superstars. That's uh, we're that. Oh, that's you just spoiled oh, the drug church right. fall tour announcement. <laughs> Those are gonna be so mad when you get back in the states. At Whoa. some point. Can we delicately talk about that group and Hazen Street? Is it can it ever um, happen? Just get, <laughs> well, half. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, the international hardcore superstars is literally Newfound Glory. Yes. Is there no other members? No, I don't think so. No. Maybe they just rearranged the dudes. No. Okay. Maybe Steve Looker, the dude that was in like Morning Again and Culture, who's like their roadie forever. At the first oh, recording, gotcha. it was only the Newfound Glory guys. Why? Oh, I was there. There you go. <laughs> wow. okay. What's what's Bob's nickname on the backups? Uh, none, because me and uh, my friend Joey uh, conveniently had to go get lunch. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think I'd probably get lunch as well. Um, how are you fellas doing? Feeling good. How are you guys? You you jumped the gun on this, Patrick. Uh, so let's. I'm feeling good, uh, guys. Before we get into how you guys are feeling, let's say thank you and praise to our sponsors real quick. Uh, to live a lie. Boom. Closed casket activities. Chucka chucka. And the focus of today's quick reads: Run for Cover Records. Meow. And Deathwish Inc. Guys, it's 2022, and everything is back in the swing of things. We are going to celebrate a couple quick tours. Um, let's start with Deathwish Inc., deathwishinc.com. Go there, buy things. They've got a lot of stuff. Not quite everything, but almost everything. So go yeah, there. Almost everything. It's true. We're celebrating live music right now. Um, the big one that I wanted to point out on the Deathwish side of things, Converge. It's funny because obviously they're on Epitaph, but they're synonymous with Deathwish, right? You know, Converge is Deathwish. Deathwish is Converge. Bop, bop, bop. Uh, they are going out with Meshuga and In Flames with Torch from se- September 16th to September 30th. Actually, so Converge is the first half, then In Flames is the second half. Yes. Um, uh, a, so a- it looks... Yeah. Really, really banging tour for people that are into that stuff. But here's a question that might... Bob, you jump in if you know. I, I, I just seems outside your wheelhouse. Tom, should I get into Meshuggah at this point in my life? Um, they're actually pretty great. I was listening the other day, and I was like, 
I was like, it sounds like if if Tool was like really into like uh, pseudo mosh parts instead of these big expansive parts, is mm. yeah, is it? I mean, they're is it, is it that audience? Brought, I mean, they yeah, I mean they've toured with Tool, but okay. they brought about the. The current state of metalcore is almost – you can draw a direct line to Meshuggah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Certainly. Like Gent, that fucking style of music. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Amur and the, and the like, all are based off of Meshuggah. But Meshuggah does like weird like time things. Like they're like tool for mosh kids. Okay. So, so that I, yeah. my, my vibe was right then. I, I just yeah. – uh, I mean, it's not a thing that I've ever really fucked with. No, they're strikingly huge, which I did not realize. Mm. I can't say, say I've really seen big. them in t- since like maybe early 2000s, if then. I saw them in the 90s, but like in New York, they're playing like a 3,200 cap room. <laughs> Pretty good. Like with, with, I think with, I think Converge might be on that and Tort. Like, yes, it's a big fucking room. That's that's a really big room, <laughs> like for a pretty heavy act. Yeah, that's like uh, well, that's like Gojira is this thing that if you ask me how big Gojira was, I would never guess that they're as big as they are. That there's the, yeah, there's metal stuff that like maybe you know is off. Is, I don't want to say it's off my radar because obviously I know it exists. It's like I mm-hmm. understand Lamb of God is popular, <laughs> but like <laughs> I I don't. Uh, I just don't find myself like, you know, it's just not a thing that I go for. So yeah, I, I'm uh, reaching for it often. No, but maybe I did my tool listen through, which is like pretty pleasurable for the first, uh, the EP and the first two records. Uh, and then they just, they got way too ambitious, but uh, I'll, maybe I'll do the same with Meshuga. Well, so everybody should go see converge on that Meshuga tour. First couple weeks yes. of September, go to deathwishing.com, order some stuff. Let's swing over to Run for Cover Records. Guys, did you hear the new Citizen song, Bash Out? I did. Pretty catchy. Yeah, very catchy. I'm, I'm, so for, <clears throat> I, I don't know how in the hardcore wheelhouse this is, but I'm, I'm kind of a Citizen obsessive because uh, having toured with them, I th- think that they do a couple sounds well and they get to choose now. <laughs> and I think that that's interest. That's an interesting point for any band is, oh hey, we could do this and and get X result, or we could do this and get Y result. Uh, you know, presumably, uh, what what choice, citizen? You know. So I, I think that that's just interesting and fun, and uh, I was curious where they'd go with it, so I checked it out. Yo, uh, really dig the new song. Think that new record. Um we actually have given props to it, but this is even after that. I think this was recorded post that last LP. I'll have to double check on that, but it's really cool. The sound they're going for. I think it's something different. They're going out on a little tour um, with Ceremony, Akulu, Truth Cult, uh, and, and this band Turnstile. Um, oh. so, so everybody should go check that tour out. Um, starts at the end of this month, April. Actually, it, it starts today so when you hear this uh if you're in inglewood colorado you can go to the second night of the tour jesus um big big venues it's sold out everywhere so uh try to get in i have a feeling these shows are going to be raucous go to runforcoverrecords.com buy something tell them we sent you 
check out the new Citizen single. Guys, how we doing? How you feeling? I feel, outside of the fact that I have not uh, outfitted my uh, recording space uh, optimally, I feel good. I made a desk uh, yesterday and mm. got got my measurements wrong. Uh, I have no cutting device, so I had to have the guy at the Bunnings, which is the equivalent of Home Depot, okay. cut it for me. And <laughs> pardon me. And uh, there are certain rules on how much clearance on either side of a cut uh, of course, of is, course. is allowed. And uh, it's really um, conservative here, that cut line. Uh, so I have the tallest desk you've ever seen in your life. It looks like a cartoon, like <laughs> it looks like it looks surreal. If you came in and you saw me at the, this desk, you'd immediately say, there's something wrong with this image. What, is it a standing what, desk almost? It's very nearly a standing desk, but I'm not standing. <laughs> so it looks well, incredibly good. I'm, I'm just not optimized. You're a man of yeah. taller carriage, so it works. You know, people say that because I'm skinny, but it's a really, I'm just got skinny legs, so I look tall. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I was trying to be nice. Um, okay, thank you. Uh, Tom, how you doing, buddy? Doing all right. Um, my desk fits. Okay. <laughs> like I am at a desk that is, I, I continue to threaten my partner because it is a probably from 1960 something like uh, old kitchen table, like metal top that I am without question is lead paint. And I just threaten all the okay. time. I'm like, I'm just going to get one of the lead tests and put it on here and then we'll have to get rid of it, you know, because we've got kids in the house and all that. She's like, no, 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 no. We, we'll get a new desk. So uh, I am very due for a new desk. I would give anything to have a tall desk because the chair I'm on is as low as it can go. And my I'm still doing the thing where I kind of put my knees down under my legs kind of mm. fit in the chair. So it's not it's not ideal. Um, as some of you might have guessed, Patrick has relocated to Australia. Um, any quick thoughts about the journey? Uh, it's not as bad as everybody says. Uh it's, I will say that the, uh, Singapore airport, uh, shout out to our listeners in Singapore, by the way, some of whom uh, reached out, uh, but the airport in Singapore, why'd uh, they reach out just to be like, are you in Singapore? All <laughs> right. answer is, Cause our friend Riz answer, from Hong Kong was like, no, can you tell Patrick Singapore is a first world, first world country and he's got nothing to worry about? Like, yeah, you're not going to swap down your underpants. Listen, people say that, but like. I got a, when I would go visit my father in incarceration, I think I've said this on this podcast, I got randomly selected for drug tests all the fucking time. It's not random. Oh, I mean, you look at the poor. It's weird what neck um, tattoos will do. Exactly. When I was in uh, Thailand, when I was in Thailand, I asked a cop for directions. He smiled at me and put me against a wall. You know what I mean? He, he, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, That's so where we're going to go. It was, <laughs> no, no place crazy. I was, but like, my point is, yeah, I accept the fact that due to my uh, rather scummy look, that I am a uh, you know Race if flats. you were going yeah if you, exactly if you were going to uh, d- dwell in stereotypes, you might dwell on mine, and uh, it, it just makes me fearful of uh, uh, police in certain places. I, I just yes, thank you. I understand Singapore. Everybody says it's very nice, actually. I'm just scared of, 
law enforcement in a, in a rather unjustified way. Most of the time, my exchanges with law enforcement are totally above board. Nobody, I've, I will say one time I had an officer, a dude threatened me and the officer showed up and was like, why are you making trouble for this guy? And I said, what uh-huh. the fuck? I, said, I was like, for, no, I'm going to, I'm going to set the stage for a second. I was covered in mud. I was yeah. covered in mud because we broke into Red Hot Chili Peppers at SPAC. So I was I was covered in mud. This is the second part of the story. Oh, good. Because you climbed over co- the thing. Yeah. I was covered in mud at the grocery store at like 1 a.m. And the... Price chopper some, or something? Yeah. The one in Gilder. I think it was the not. Pardon me. The one in uh, Slingerlands, I believe. Mm. Uh, and uh, the... There was just a, a guy stocking shelves that we got into it over something totally stupid, and he threatened to like slash me with a box cutter. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "I'm gonna call the police." I was like, "Call the police! You just fucking threatened to slash me. I'm a fucking twenty year old or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Why would you yeah, try to catch? I'm, I'm just trying to zing a dong bone over here. And the the cops showed up and were like. You know, whatever. Anyway, this is not to enumerate the very few problems, maybe four in my life. Oh, I I have been handcuffed, but maybe four times in my life that a police officer uh, was a dick to me. But it just when you as listeners of our podcast will know, if you've been handcuffed for reasons that you don't believe are justified, it gets it in your head. This dude can do whatever he wants. And I'm nervous now. And that's how I feel sometimes when I travel abroad. That's all. I'm sure Singapore is a beautiful place. Love to hear it. Uh, in more pressing news, have either of you seen the viral um, venue sign uh, that says "No crowd surfing"? You will be, you will immediately, be immediately you will immediately be ejaculated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Please convert this into a drug church shirt, Patrick. Uh, speaking of viral drug church, I was sent a TikTok this morning where a guy like. Uh, is playing basketball against a cop, like crosses over the cop, like goes over his back uh, in a clumsy way, and it's to mm. a drug church song. Uh, so, th- th- thank you, thank is it you. First to- day in dress shoes because it should be. It, it is actually. Oh, and, and you right. slipped. Oh. Yeah. So wow. thank you, thank you very much to uh, uh, whatever. Because I'm going to be honest, I was getting a little self conscious. There's uh, a band that we're talking about on. Uh, recently that I said, I don't know this band. What is it? And they go, Oh, it's viral on TikTok." And I said, what's that? I don't, I know literally what that means, but I said, what does that mean? And, and it means all, it's good things for your career. It's a good is what thing. It means. I did my yeah. dance on TikTok and went viral with it. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. You got to get yeah. it. Look at you. You go to, you got Australian flu, dude. What are you doing? I, uh, I'm really it's struggling. I've, mm. I've been coughing nonstop for days. <clears throat> There's either something in the air, uh, or I've got uh, a little sneaky COVID. Uh, I think a scorpion <laughs> probably cl- climbed in there and sneaky laid eggs. Yeah, also egg, possible, yeah. Yeah, scorpion egg lung. Um, oh, that's a good band name. That's that's, that's our uh, that's our our noise violence trio. Um, <laughs> none of us play drums. It's auto tuned. Maybe maybe two of us try to play bass, and all three of us just scream weird noises. Done. I love um, it. I'm playing. The, I'm playing the theremin, but with no regard for yes, trying some, to play it. Someone make us a shirt design. Scorpion egg lung. Um, <laughs> it's, it's got so many visual opportunities. Uh, guys, I have a question submitted by listener 
friend, follower, uh, Mike Lawson, that I think we need to address because it's been a while. First, I want to say that he uh, posted a picture of a letter he wrote to his state senator, Mark Warner, in 2017, uh, Make Hook by Blues Traveler, America's National Anthem. Uh, <laughs> five years later, we're still waiting. It's a great song. Um, it's a great song. However, more appropriate for the podcast. <clears throat> We needed another Tom and Pat hip hop discussion. Can the resident axe to grind hip hop experts give us the <laughs> their opinion on the best rap album of the last decade? Virbin- Virginia Beach hardcore legend Pusha T, instant <coughs> classic. It's almost dry. Feelings, thoughts. Um, have you okay, guys so listened yet? I, it was hitting my. It was hitting everywhere that I saw. Uh, I, I feel like to- that's the rap group. Like Pusha T is like the guy for for Anglo-Saxon hardcore. Yeah, listen. This is uh this like is why come I'm out not of the woodworks is yeah. This is why I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> because when you run into a Okay, we talk about some old hardcore on this shit and there's people that are grateful that oh, somebody's talking about this. That's great. You know what I mean? It's hard to find that conversation. But it's not hard to find a conversation with two scummy old white dudes talking about like Wu-Tang Clan. You know what I mean? That's mm. not hard to find. And it's not hard to find the next the next level of, of self-awareness up from that, which is the Griselda talk. W- like, white dudes of Tom and I's age love Griselda. And then... That's a Justin Brandon, like, talking about Buffalo boy, I'm like Buffalo kids. I'm like, dude... Yeah, yeah. You eat it's, croissants. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just a certain conversation that's like, oh, like now two old white dudes are going to talk about rap. And in well, that's, those conversations, you guys are getting asked for. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yes, Pusha T, Pusha T is always going to be in the conversation for old white dudes talking about rap. No, he but is, I think young people do too. I think that's like the go to for hardcore kids. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I, I t- listen. I don't know. I my exposure to like younger hardcore kids is touring with them or the social media stuff, and it's like a lot of like uh, what I would call like kind of like goofy rap, like fun rap. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think that the older people are like, why aren't they talking about cocaine sales and shooting? You know, so uh, well, what I would say, all right, what would I would say? I'd say about the Pusha T record, it's quite good. I feel like it's it's very succinct. Okay. Because um, I feel like a lot of hip-hop records go on for too long. A lot of 18 songs and with interludes and stuff, and it goes on a little too long. This, like, cuts the fat, cuts through everything, and it's just, like, songs about fucking cocaine, pretty much. Um, it's quite good. He's very clever. He's really funny. Um, great lyricist. And what was the other, the best record of the two thousand, best rap record since two thousand? No, I think since this year, best record of the year. Oh, I thought he said two thousands. I was already no, 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 my no. instant classic. He did call it an instant classic. Uh, best rap album of the last decade. Oh, last decade. That's what I was asking for. Um, hmm. You're not sure about that? No, I thought it was two thousands because I was. My take was going to be a hot take that everyone was going to make fun of me for. But mm. I was going to say 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. No, you can get away with that. Because if you go back and listen to that record, yeah, literally really every good. song is a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's insane. <clears throat> I don't even like it, and I got to say that. 
Like it's yeah, like you go through, you're like, oh, I know this song. Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, since the 2010s, it's a long time ago. Yeah, I think really 10 go. years is a tough thing. Almost with anything, yeah. if you say it's the best thing of the past decade, that's high praise. I'm not, I'm not afraid when people do that, but I think sometimes you got to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to let this thing marinate. Right. You don't realize oh, yes. how long ago 10 years ago was. So you 10 think years you're thinking of the last 2012, five. there's been a lot of stuff that's come out, no matter what you're, what you're talking about. You know? We go like the Kendrick record? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, here's the hottest of hot takes. I don't like Kendrick Lamar records at all. Wow. Uh, I, I just, and this is like not his fault. I don't like his voice at all. So, like, there's just nothing to be done. That happens, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, by the way, uh, how hesitant are you to ever give something instant classic territory? And very. I'm, vi- I'm very, but. Stop. I, I got to say, I had a moment the other day where I was. <laughs> I was. Okay, so if you're curious what bands are doing on tour. Everybody, it's uh, watching Turnstile in South America. <laughs> that's what every band is. Do- that's what every band is doing on tour, <laughs> because uh, and also their Coachella set. Uh, those big festivals. Uh, not everybody likes playing them, but I think I think most musicians do enjoy uh, playing them. Maybe not all the hassle that goes into festivals, but festivals are pretty fun to play. It, 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 you feel. I mean, Turnstile's in a in, in a very different position than I am, but the but for the most part, you don't feel this real weight to carry a show. You just go out there and do your thing, you know. So it's a fun thing to do, and to watch uh, like a band of fellas that I know go play in front of many many thousands of human beings in this like kind of almost throwback um, sea of people sort of, uh, you know, like uh, old videos of, uh, like when I was watching the Sepultura videos like a few weeks ago, it's, it's that, uh, that energy, right. That you, uh, is very stereotypically put on South America. Like, Oh yeah, they just love these fucking festivals. True enough. Uh, it those are fun at any rate. The point of this was I was thinking, Oh, you know what? The glow on that might be an instant classic by most people's measure. And, I'd yeah. be fine with I'd be fine with somebody jumping out with that, and I'm you, I am in the same boat as you. I I do not I I'm not willing to give it to anybody. I'm like a real sourpuss with your fucking classics. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, because I agree. I think it's more important when someone who's between tw- let's say eighteen and twenty five says this is an instant classic. Why I'm not trying to give more weight to it. But I'm trying to say that to them, things are new. Everything's new. I hold back a little bit because I'm older. You see the passage of time. Sometimes you see things that are really hot for a minute and then pass by and five years go by. and Nobody cares about that thing. Nobody talks about it. But there's certain records, for example, whether whether you loved them or not, like American nightmare, it was an instant thing. Like you could feel it right then. Like, Oh, this matters. Yeah, that's true. Trapped under ice, you know, instant thing that's true. matters. Um, you know, honestly have heart their first LP 
they had been around for a while and then their LP came up and it was like, Oh, wait a second. <laughs> this is a thing now. This matters, you know? Um, and so, you know, we don't need to heap more praise on turnstile other than to say instant classic status is hard, but I think the way we see people reacting around it to it, it really matters. And it's kind of cool. And if you're not with it, that's cool because you know, there's I'm not mad at anybody for not liking anything. I'm, Four thousand years old, but <clears throat> if you're on the fence and you're kind of like being pushed off because everybody loves the thing, yeah, you know, let that subside. I say this as someone who was resistant to Michael Jordan at first. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was like, well, I'm a Magic and Larry guy, and I kind of, I really like the Pistons thing that they did. I thought that was cool, and then I was like, Michael Jordan, and then I got over it. And was like, nah, I should. It's pretty fun to watch this dude. This is pretty cool. All right. I'm I'm in. Um What did I want to ask you guys? I had uh well the, thank you for answering the push T question. We it feels like we haven't talked in a long time, guys. Um mm. so we got more to talk about. But we we're getting into some mosh madness next week and the week after. We've done a few topical things. Um we, we talked a little bit about Furnace Fest. That's cool. I think we're going to start having Fest season stuff. I got a few things to talk to you guys about off air. It's cool. Um, Drug Church Tour ended. Give us give us your uh, elevator pitch for the Drug Church Tour in summation, Patrick. I can give an elevator pitch. Please if I may. do, Tom. Yes, please. please. We've gotten um, pit reports from pretty much every goddamn stop. I feel like Pat was the only band that was on tour. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Just love for Drug Church. Which is fucking you know dope as hell. But literally every other one was like, here's the time I saw Patrick. Yeah, listen, And he said something funny. And he said his voice was shot, but he was still great. It's just... There's some, it's a little, there's a some people are sending us love notes for, for Pat. Yeah, there's some so selection nice. bias nice. here. <clears throat> but yeah. uh, appreciate everybody. And uh, I know I, it, I'm only joking. I think it's awesome. No. It, it, but there is selection bias. Obviously, people are like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> I, I heard I, really good likely play this. Yeah. I heard really good things from complete outsider to it about Lurk, about Soulblind, about One Step Closer, who was familiar vaguely maybe with any of those bands, but really knew Drug Church. And uh, nice to hear. Heard there was a good kind of simpatico among the bands and a good energy in terms of how that went live, which is... Which is nice. That's just a nice feeling for a whole tour to just kind of rock, you know. Yeah, I was very happy with the package. It was, it was cool. Uh, I would say that the I read, I got sent the PDFs of uh, an interview that I did. I didn't read the interview, but the top, like you know how they bold out certain phrase, like certain quotes in an interview, right? And the the one of the bolded out big ones was. We are literally just a band that wants you to have fun. And I was, I read that to myself and went, I sound so fucking dumb. And, <laughs> but it is also true. I literally, like, I was watching, uh, over here. well, I was watching, uh, video, <laughs> I, I was watching videos of, uh, of, want? uh, we want fun. I was watching Move the other day, right? Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, it is, like that's a fun band. That's that's a like a good fun hardcore band that people can go off to. But it's also like very message oriented, right? And yeah. the 
I was watching it going like, oh, that like I thought that this stuff was in a total like like down period right now. And it might be broadly, right? It might like because I could only name like three bands that are that like would open a show with here's a here's something to think about, right? But so maybe it's down overall versus other times in hardcore history. But uh, I was watching it and going, I have nothing to say. <laughs> I have fucking nothing. Literally everything is in the songs and I have not like Tom, you saw me. I'm literally just yelling, let's go. <laughs> and that's the reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're like, yeah, you're a meathead. Yeah, a hundred percent. And the reason Give is a shout out to my friends. I'm like, let's go. I want to see people <laughs> fucking stage diving. You're fat. You catch them. That's what, pretty much what you were doing. Wow. <laughs> not, I mean, the fat was like not said out loud, but it was like no, you, you could have see, broad he, shoulders. He was implying it. He was implying it. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, you look, have broad shoulders. You catch these people. Hope you have insurance. <laughs> so that, that's the thing, right? Is I I don't think I'm scared to say anything because I've I've said plenty of shit that's got me in trouble over the years. But like, yeah, yeah, I, the hard the hard words shows. Is this your alter ego? I, I, it's not my alter ego. I just think I'm like in a weird state where I don't know if there's anything that I could say that I feel like matters outside of the actual songs. Tom, I, 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 no, I, this is what we're what dealing with. We're dealing with live show people stage dive and like success. Do you know what we call this version of Patrick? I'd love to hear. Hat trick, Kinlan. <laughs> just, he's just on his glow. He's just like, I do what I want. I say what I want. And what I want to say, just have fun. Just have fun. No, out no, there. Uh, no, no. Stage dive. I, I just think that if I looked at myself, like when I looked at the kid from Move, I go, okay, this dude looks focused. He looks like he's got a thing to say. When I look at myself, I go, this motherfucker can't say anything without it being like half a joke. Do you know what I'm saying? And and it's always got to be through some sort of lens and shit. So like, I just think that the music is like, if somebody's going to listen to something, fun. well, it's, I mean, that might be, but I think in the, in the songs, there's at least something about something, but it's, it's pretty straightforward, but on, st- on stage, I just, maybe that'll change. But right now I, I don't want to say shit. And Again, I don't think it's because I'm scared. I'm not really that scared a person, but I, uh, I just think fit. that, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, well, that's true. Actually, let me tell a quick story. <laughs> at at our chain show, in between songs, somebody was listing the the uh, the war crimes of of Vladimir Putin, like somebody mm. in the crowd, and in it was between a fu- songs. <clears throat> yeah, it was a funny dynamic. Because it's like a crime thing show. What the fuck was going? On? Well, that, right. That's the thing. Is it was a funny dynamic Wild. because that's because great. the kid would just go. I mean, look, people at our shows have something to say. At, at our one show, the sound man didn't turn off the mic, so some kids just grabbed it and started like like uh, this is at, like when we exited the stage. They just grabbed the the mic and like did a whole spiel on trans rights. You know what I mean? So people at our shows have Beautiful. something to say. I'm, I might just not be one of them. <laughs> so like, You're anyway, at the bottom, right? Yeah. It, the, the, uh, uh, it's actually pretty interesting being at the center of like a, a bunch of people in a room that have nothing in common necessarily, except for the fact that they're like watching the same band and enjoying it. Cause it's a, it's a pretty, like when I say diverse crowd, I, I don't mean it in the uh, corporate language speak that, that I'm talking about people of different colors. I'm talking about like they arrive there through different, uh, uh, means uh, or d- different avenues of like, Oh, I heard this right. on Sirius satellite Eventry, radio. Right, right, right. Oh, I've seen, I've seen you. It, it, I've one kid told me that 
he's like, oh, I've been, I've been uh, a fan of your band since I was 16 and or your, of your band since I was 16. I said, how old are you now? He said, 29. I said, wow. I said, I'm going to kill I thought he was going to be like 19. <laughs> me too. No. Me too. He, uh, good setup. Like, wow. That's like how, a, like a little knife in your chest. Like, uh, I was, I was like, I'm so fucking old, <laughs> but did you ask anyway. him to help you get your walker up the stairs? Or? I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, at any rate, uh, this is all to say that the uh, shows were incredibly fun, uh, and it was a uh, it was a good tour. I just I just wonder if I'm just as you said, like oh, is Patrick in like the mode of life where he's where he, it's just breezy, bro? No Hat concerns. Patrick Kinley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need one more band that people have heard of to to be Hattrick. You need a third one. Well, for the three, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you do have end of year self defense. Self defense. They feel like it's it, you. You kind of look at it as, as an evolution, and you know, I, you know, maybe some people could look at it as three. You know, but you also have your comic career. You know what I mean? Oh, that's SWAT. true. That's SWAT. true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I hope for new SWAT material. Podcasting, axe to grind. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I mean that, that that podcasting stuff does all right for you. That, yeah, I mean, you would true. know. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't keep up on those metrics. Um, did oh wait, oh, here's a question. Yes. Uh, then we're gonna get into our activity here. Tom, would you allow an on a headline show that you're doing another band to do a song? Um, yes, I love that when you did that with Military Gun. Oh, you oh y'all. I'm asking you though. Would you? Would I do that? <laughs> um, I guess depending on. All right, I'm of two minds. Yeah, okay. The, I, this is what I want to hear. Please. First, like if it's like if it's like a celebratory vibe, and it's like, hey, my buddies are gonna jump up and play a song. I might yeah. be into that. But at the same time, I've been the last band on a show when four bands before my band they decide to like, hey, we're gonna split a set, but you're not actually splitting a set. You're <clears throat> playing your 30 minute set has now become 45 minutes. And then yes. we're playing last and playing three songs before the, the guy from the VFW hall like turns the lights off. <laughs> yes. So I'm somewhere in between. I liked the vibe of – to me, it, it, it felt like a cosign from like Big Brother to Little Brother. Okay. Like that I, it was kind of like, hey, kid, you're doing good. Let me tell you what it actually was. It was I came to the show late. Uh, and nobody <laughs> consulted me. <laughs> I was, wow. So you're not into I, it. I was pretty mad. Uh, really? Oh, I love it. All right. This is the stuff that we're here for. Mm. Well, here's here's the all's well that ends well sort of thing that uh, like Tom. It was you a pay to play situation, and you were handed <laughs> 500 bucks from no. the military gun well, merch money. Well, t- Tom probably has seen this a million times where. Attempted murder doesn't get you the same charge as murder, obviously, or doesn't get you the same years as murder, uh, even though it's not for lack of trying, right? So, like, right, you did all you could, yeah. Right, so, like, I, uh, it, but, but it's kind of all's well that ends well, you know, like, well, you didn't kill him, you know, so, uh, I was, I was not happy because I feel like, uh, if this takes even an ounce of fucking vibe out of this room. I'm going to be big mad, you know? And 
I didn't like where in the set they wanted to do it and blah, blah, blah. And uh, then they played. The room went off. And I said, I don't know, all's well that ends. Well, fuck it. <laughs> now, all right. Two questions. Yes. Where, why did, Was it like dead in the middle of the set, number one? And number two, was were you – at all worried that like you coming back on after like because I mean like any band in the world can be world beaters for a song. Mm. I mean they got a you they ain't got up, a you ain't up they got for gr- fifty minutes, my G. No, that <laughs> that's you know true. Saying? Like you could put me up there like during like you know I I could play a song during fucking whoever and be like yo that band was sick. No, that's okay. that's okay. That's a fact. That's true. Uh, you go up, you play I, you one hit, and then you fucking you look like world beaters, and then you got to come back in like here's track nine off our new LP. Like that's not yeah, fucking easy. No, that, okay, that's <laughs> that was for sure a concern when I saw the pop that they got, which was fucking great. You know, what I mean, the room went crazy. So I was like, oh, I what, what are we coming? Well, we're coming with our slowest song after this. Great, but uh, you want to keep the energy of the room up, and if they can do it for me. <laughs> In the middle of, you know, at, at so a minute, sort of like you, you had do? a little, yeah. Did you just get some water off stage? Did you, did you go Change totally off stage? What did you do? Uh, I just went to the side of the stage and, and got out of the way as uh, Steve uh, from Soul Blind uh, limped past me and I could not understand what was going on. And uh, later video reveals that uh, also he, he, an EMT had to show up uh, because he twisted his ankle so badly that it was like one of those like clips from ridiculousness Ew. where it's like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. like, for anybody that needs the video, we've got this video where we've slow mode it and it's disgusting. <laughs> you but, go like, so you lasted a full tour. You didn't hurt yourself. These jack offs play one song. And you hurt yourself. Is that what's yeah, listen? This is, I say this as uh, my only kid. They're not. Jack-offs. Uh, no, They're a great band. Uh, no, listen, I say this as uh uh, this is going to sound very pointed because the kid from Vane just got hurt, and That's I fun, don't, yeah. I don't mean to apply it to just him at all. I apply this to to Drug Church, who I am always irritated with because uh, our guitarist is always skating on tour. Uh, I've gone out with those dudes in Thrice who have a lot of money on the line, and they two of them are very good skateboarders, and they will just skate all day. And I'm always look at I'm always looking at everybody like. Uh, what, what what are y'all doing? I'm I'm like the I'm like the NBA owner that like when I see, <laughs> when I'm watching some one of Someone my show team up at the arena on a on a motorcycle and you're like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Yeah. On Jay Williams, <laughs> you're on the exactly. I'm watching Jay Williams do like like water sports where he's doing like splits and shit, and I'm like, what are you doing? I, I get that Come same on, that same fucking nervous like when I see people like. I think we talked about this when we Indecision played the the Knocked Loose record release in Louisville, mm. and there's like fucking Isaac like moshing, and I'm like, you're gonna break something. Yeah, don't do and it. And you're like right. kind of important mm. to the whole deal. Yeah, I would be mean, offended I, if you stand on stage. Like, don't like, like it's really cool that you love the song so much. I love it. You it's smash your hands so during the song, and it means you can't play the set. Uh, I'm yeah, feel bad, and go right? on tour, etc. Like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It always worries me when I see people doing like extracurricular stuff. Yes. Like, it's cool. Like, just get get up here. That's how I feel. I mean, watching, like, when the dudes in uh, – because uh, some of the kids in One Step Closer can skate, too. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I was, like, uh, watching – we had a lot of space one day and kind of made a private skate park uh, out of this <laughs> venue's back area. And I'm watching these fools going, 
what what are we, what it's it's wrist and ankles, fellas. The two things that you need. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? like what are you doing? Yeah, only so, singers are allowed to do anything like that because we're pretty useless. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we we uh, we have officially uh, like I'm the dad on this podcast, and we we just passed like the super old man take mark. Oh, here, so. I mean, so, like, fuck let's it. Let's not s- skate on tour. No, I listen, get it. I'm, I'm with you. I'm I'm nodding along with both of y'all. <laughs> I am without question the stiffest dude anybody's ever toured with. I don't let people shoplift on tour. Like I'm like, no, I, we're not. We're not. Well, you're being a cop. Because we're not. Yeah. Oh. I'm not listen, because I'm not wasting an hour like not getting to the show because y- y- you need like, you out because you needed fucking light, light, hot, hot yeah, Cheetos yeah, yeah. or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fuck yeah. This. Because the, the undercover LP saw your dudes shoving, you know, tissues in his pants. Like, let's go. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 yo, I, I'm like very, let's get to the next show <laughs> sort of mentality. So, uh, at any rate, uh, yeah, we, it did we look can, cool though. Yeah. If, good job. if I'm being honest, watching that video and just watching like, Everyone freaked the fuck out. Oh no, it was awesome. Yeah, fuck it. That's what I'm saying. Can't be mad if it. Yeah, only one song. If it go, if it goes, who can be mad? Right? Like if if they're if for some reason. Well, you could be mad if you come back on and the fucking. You're like, oh, cool. That probably should have ended the set. Uh, What if? What if it was good and they just were like, hey, one more, and they just started playing it. (laughs) How mad? (laughs) At what point, Patrick? Do you charge the stage and just take the mic away? At what point uh, are I you mean, cutting cutting amps? I'm mad I after mean, first. I'm, <laughs> mad after first. If I, I get to three, no chance. We're, we're fucking unplugging things. Bob, who wins a on stage, just one on one, shoot the fair one fight on stage? Ian or Pat? Ian, right? Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and, in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Yo, in this situation... Rage, Patrick is a is a fun. Yeah, ball. but like you know what I mean. Amped up, Ian, Ian is amped up. Yeah, Ian, <laughs> Ian might be. Who knows? He might. It, Ian might be on like uppers or something. Who knows? <laughs> it could be a good battle, but like Pat might sneak him with one real quick, and that no, like he I'll could surprise what. him off the stage, and then who knows? It would be a. Yeah. It would it, be legendary. It, Ian's Pat, got hockey, share, hockey body. Mu- yeah, he does. Ooh. Yeah. Do you guys share musicians? Yeah. Right. Yes. So, uh, so some of your folks stay up there and just. Yeah, exactly right. So, so it was literally three minutes of your time. Yeah, uh, I'm not mad now. <laughs> I mean, I you just, have to I cut was, a song. Uh, I we did not play. Yes, we did. Uh, but that's it, be, it would have been so good if you're like fine, but we can't play weed pin now. And then that was the, <laughs> the concession was the, <laughs> then after the song after military that was military gun because they played we're not playing weed pin cool and then people just drag him off the yeah, stage yeah like, like oh that would have been good. Uh, no they next time, uh, next time. Uh, th- they were really good so it didn't matter and honestly when that sort of, Tom to answer your question I think I personally think that because they were really good it made me come out for the last round of songs more high energy being like oh well now I got a fucking answer that so in some ways it was yeah. like 
it did have that effect that you're talking about, but like in a positive yeah. way. Cause I, I love cool. to be challenged like Tom, that. Tom, you like, have a question. Then I have a question. Then we got to go to the next segment. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys sorry. go. This is I feel going. like we don't talk enough. We don't really talk at all because Patrick's all over the place. And no, it's okay. We're, we're also peppering him with drug church pranks. Yo, did, do you think this was secretly a message from the rest of drug church that like maybe old man Patty needs, needs a little, little hiatus Ooh. and like a little like siesta like mid fuck around and find out kind of shit. Like just like a hey maybe let's see let's see if Patrick has a second wind if he gets like a three minute break mid set. Uh, oh, I, I thought mean, it was like hey you're looking at your replacement. Yeah, I mean, that's oh, possible too. That's oh. possible too. I mean, look, they. Uh, <laughs> I want to know that, how this came about. Who like brought up this idea? Why in the middle of the set and where? It, why did they pick the part of the set that they picked? And then we'll move on. And like in all know. seriousness, really cool. Psyched on the whole thing. I yeah, I thought it was awesome. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. The band rips. And and Uh, yeah. Didn't they just play LA or were they playing LA soon thereafter? So that answers your question, Tom, is that this was they had a show we were playing on the Saturday or whatever, uh, what maybe Sunday? No, Saturday. And they had a show the upcoming Thursday that they wanted to fill they 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 were like selling tickets, but it was like, you know, two hundred they had sold two hundred and a four hundred cap or something and they wanted to get to the four hundred. So they were like little promo. uh, yeah, a little promo. And I think it was, I think to that end, it served its purpose pretty well. People were fucking like walked away with a, like, oh yeah, that's right. That's fucking awesome. I'll go. So that's cool. The, uh, and that's what it, that's, that was the purpose of it because also all the members were going to be there. So when our yeah. guitarist who plays a military gun said, oh, all the guys are going to be here, we, uh, we should promote that, that show. I showed up at five. I didn't sound check. And uh, yeah, yeah. At, being the diva that you are, yeah, exactly. And they they informed me, uh, and it was funny. I had bandmates come up to me like, "Hey, um, uh, this thing came up. <laughs> yeah, this thing this thing came up, and I didn't know. I thought you'd probably say no, but I didn't want to speak for you. So, and I was like, "What is going?" And then uh, I would have been. I'm glad that I wasn't there because I would have been a weird. Like you would have been vibra- a wet rag and shut it down. Yeah, I would have been a viber about it, and like, like I said, it turned you out play great. After so, us. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I think I would have chosen a different place in the set, uh, but I think I would have been wrong because I think I would have worked. let them open. Uh, yeah, that might have worked. Like play a song or two on the beginning of your set, and then here comes Drug Church. Yeah, that might have worked. I, I, but this, this had a good, like, su- like good surprise energy that, like, for, f- like, for the real military gunheads, it was probably like fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, yeah, I, like Don't I any said, ideas. I, I'm not doing that for anybody else. Just yeah, no. play once and, a year. Let me have my half hour. <laughs> right, and, and, and nobody. I mean, I've, I played in bands with Ian. Uh, I did shared members. Nobody else asked me for this. Um, cause I would have said, I probably would have said no to this and I'm glad I didn't, but that doesn't mean I am looking forward <laughs> to anybody else in life asking. Wait me. till now every show that I'd be like, yo, can we just hop on? Like, what are you? We're like a pagan death metal. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're local as fuck. <laughs> let, let us play. Local your- as fuck. I love it. All right, guys. <laughs> been a while let's unwind we're having a loose time this is a good one we've got a game uh guys um i think that all three of us but you two are both very quick with words big vocabularies etc etc all that learned stuff we all have many degrees on this podcast 
<laughs> we're a bunch of learned doctors. Correct. Yes, thank you, Tom. Um, the game is called In Other Words. Uh, oh, Jesus. It's easier than you think. It might generate some conversation, but it's also for the fun competitiveness. This is. I feel like this is made for Pat. No, this is not. The next game. Because he's good with words. He's so clever. You are too. That's the thing. And you're quicker to pick these things up. That's a fact. You might. He's a better writer than me. He is a professional writer. So, you know, I don't think. But he writes stuff so succinctly. I'm ready. All right. The game is, in other words, this is band names using other words. For example, I have two example ones. Uh, oh, I see. Tom. Yes. Planet disaster. Earth crisis. Patrick. Man, he's good. <clears throat> Patrick. Yes. Children of now. Youth of today. All right. So you guys get Look it. Easy concept. Okay. <clears throat> he's, we can do it. First to 15 wins. Who goes first? Let me let me do it. You want to let him go first, Tom? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Now, what? Um, how are we doing this in terms steal. of like back and forth? Does he get to go until he he gets? No, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back okay. and forth, and you can steal. Are right, so. we gonna have any kind of time for Pat, or is this just <laughs> let Pat take well, six minutes? I hope I hope you need the time this time. I, that's what I hope happens. Tom, That'll be the uh, first time. If we got to give this guy some kind of clock. Give him this the breathing. Just- give him. We'll give the breathe, and then uh, you can you can nudge me if I'm not doing it. But we'll do a slow five second countdown after, you know, ten seconds or so. So we get there. <laughs> we'll give him a ten second countdown after ten seconds when he starts breathing hard. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I want to give him a chance to actually think it for a second. But then when it starts to feel unreasonable, we can start the countdown at for five. Okay. All right, Patrick, are you ready? Yes. In other words, contaminate the basin. Contaminate the basin? Um, <clears throat> poison the well. One for Patrick. Hold on. See, that's what I like. I like that kind of speed. I'm cool with anything other that, than that. That was good. He thought about it. He's taking out his fucking thesaurus, and he's like, you know, like. <laughs> Dude, well, the good thing dictionary. is if he, had to, if he had to do it. Um, all right, here we go. I'll just do it like this. All right, Tom. Captured below glacier. Trapped in the rice. Boom. I mean, the glacier was a dead Yeah, game. I know. That was good. Tom, uh, Patrick. No closure competition. Uh, no closure competition. Um... Tom, do you got this one? I have no fucking idea. Okay, I mean, I feel a little bit better. All right, fuck it. I got no idea. All right, Tom, do you want to try to steal it or no? No closure competition. No closure competition. Um, I was going to say walking concert, but I don't think that, that's no, not it. The answer is never-ending game. Fuck. Fuck. No Good one, guys. Competition. Never-ending. No closure. Oh. So there's never it never stops, never ending, no closure. Yeah, I, 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 so it was tough. 
it's tough. Some of these isn't it isn't it's direct and you know synonyms, but the you know most yeah. of them are pretty. Uh, yeah, it is your term, Tom. Yes. Bending spot. Bending spot. Uh, bending spot. This is a good game. I'm glad. This is pushing you guys. I'm happy this is really it. fucking hard. Um, You're going to kick yourself. I am definitely going to kick myself. Five. I give up. Patrick, can you steal this one? I don't know if I can. <laughs> um, try. Let's see. Um, bending spot. Five. Four. <clears throat> no. Turning point. Fuck. Oh, come on. Uh, all, right. all right, Patrick. Yes. Lube. <laughs> can we go with, ge- is this gel? You got it. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> What, Tom, you got you got a uh, I'm uh, underneath a glacier. We're, we're after, not after below glacier. Yeah, there's some <laughs> easier one ones word. and some harder ones. All right, um, Tom. Mezzanine of pearl. Holy fuck! Um. A loose hint. If there's those little words, I try to keep them the same most of the time. Mm. Mezzanine of pearl. No idea. Patrick? Pillars of ivory. Wow. <clears throat> Wait a minute. How does a mezzanine and a pillar have anything? Do you guys know Patrick, what these words type mean? In because pillar, they don't mean the same. Tom, type in pillars. <laughs> mezzanine is one of the thesaurus results. That is mezzanine and is a fucking pearl comes Loge up, comes mezzanine up upper deck. I'm thinking of fucking balconies. I know. Hey, pillars and mezzanine are are there. All right, Patrick, are you ready? Yes. All right. God, Tom's feeling the heat. He's feeling the fire. I mean, this is what. By the way, if Pillars of Ivory. I heard, I heard, I heard there might be another show. They got some more plans. I'm pretty excited to hear about this. Mm. So, uh, not no details, but exciting news from the Pillars of Ivory front. Uh, Patrick, significance. Significance. Um. <clears throat> significance. Uh. Five, four, three, two. Fuck, Tom, you got this one? Tom? No. No. Magnitude. Fuck. By the way, can we talk about how magnitude is like at their like fifth pressing? I saw Triple B say that the other day. I fell over. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. Can we talk about they get the biggest reaction almost every time they play a show? When they play, it's, uh, it's, uh, Stage pylons, you know what I mean? Yes. They, they, they get it. All right. I love it. Tom, ready? No, sure. Ground bash. <laughs> Four punch. Ground bash. Oh, Four punch. Good. You yeah. got it. All right. 
Patrick. <clears throat> yes. Three to two. Patrick's winning. Greatest beloved plasma. <laughs> Most precious blood. Found that one was cool. <laughs> Wow. In, in case you need to do a secret show, you got a new name for it. Uh, Tom, ready? Sure. Ape wafer. Grill biscuit. Boom. Ape wafer. <laughs> Patrick. Yes. Puss. Puss. <clears throat> Think about Puss. it. Um, what is pus? Uh, five. Yep. Four. Um. Uh. Uh. uh and two. final answer, Patrick. Uh, uh, um. No, I don't got it. Tom, would that be discharge? Yes. Fuck. Good job, Tom. That's We're, what we call Curry from the corner to tie the game. It is now 4-4. Four, four. Fuck. 4-4, four, four, yeah. Uh, and Tom. Now you feel that? Turn. You feel the tightening? No, I don't feel nothing. F- now it's my turn to go ahead. It is. Tom? Yes. Taxpayer seizure. Citizen's arrest. <laughs> Got God. it. Patrick. Ache of honesty. Um, <clears throat> ache of honesty. Um, oh, oh, pain I, of truth. Pain of truth. You got it. You got it. Good job. Ache Tom. of honesty. Bill Gates acrylic. Bill Gates acrylic? Yes. MS Paint? Yes. Oh, fuck. I had I it, too. I was, like, like, I was, I was going for the steel. Tom, that was one of the more creative ones, so great job. You almost <laughs> That you was pretty to... impressive because I was thinking of Windows, and I was like, there's no Windows sticker. Yeah, good job. Patrick? Mm-hmm. Also, anybody who's got a chance... Um, get to that Spy Gel MS Paint tour. It looks yeah. fucking nuts. Yes, like Spy is popping. Everybody's been talking about Spy for a minute. We've been talking about Spy for a minute. Gel is killing it and just doing better and better and better. And MS Paint is low key, like one of the coolest bands going. If you were hearing this, and that Fort sh- Wayne, yeah, that show looked crazy. Shout out to Gray yeah. and all those. That that show looked. I told him if I wasn't out of country, I would have thought about going to Fort Wayne for that show. Um, <laughs> not, yo, a, not a thing they hear often. No, I, you're out of country. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what the hell? Do I know. But uh, MS Paint. Everybody should hear that band. It's cool. All right, Patrick, ready? Yes. Tom is winning six five. Thank you. That's right. Confectionery Macintosh. Oh, candy apple. Good job, <laughs> Tom. Yep. Sour finish. Bitter end. Great job. See, you guys are they starting to get in the role here. You're feeling it now. No, right? these may, yeah. I would never, dude, you could have been like mezzanine of Pearl. I would have been like, 
<laughs> that was a hard load, one. White wrong. Loge, White Lotus. Uh, I was thinking all these. Yeah. Prohibitive regulation, Patrick. Prohibitive regulation. Um. <clears throat> prohibitive regulation. Uh, uh, fuck. Uh, Tom, you got this? I don't think so. Let me count it. Five, four, three, two, one. Prohibitive regulation. Restraining order. All right, Tom. Headline battle. Headline battle. Oh, title fight. Boom. Wow. 7-5. Wait, hold on. I have Patrick at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and... Tom, I have you at oh. eight, I think. One, two, three, oh, it's eight, six, then. Six, seven, eight. Yeah, I have you at eight. Eight, six. Yeah. All right, Patrick. Deplete. 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 D E P L E T E. Drain. Good job. Good job, Patty. That was a good one. Tom. Yes. Fragmented oath. Broken vow. Just give him, just give him the By the way, if anybody's listening, these a lot of these are not taken names, and they sound pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're yeah. pretty all right. They all sound like they should be on, like opening for Earth Crisis in like, Dusseldorf. Yes. Yes, yes, that's right. I'm into it. Okay, Patrick. Circle Grub. <laughs> Circle Grub. Um, Circle Grub. <laughs> Start the cap. No. <laughs> um, five. Four. Let's start it now. Three. Five. Or um, I don't know. Tom, would that be ringworm? Wow! Great job, Tom. Because I was like grub. I'm like food. I'm like there's no bands name after food. No, I I I knew the bug. Yeah, I knew it was worm, but I was like, there's no band name roundworm. (laughs) And you got to work work that through. I think you get stuck, man. Man, I do. Wow. All right, Tom. It is. I think it's nine six now. Yeah, one two three Scam. four five six eight nine ten ten one two three four five six seven ten seven actually. Ten seven. All right. I'm Tom, going now. Yep. Yes. Orderly decision. Um. Orderly decision. Um. Is it uniform choice? It is. Fuck. Wow. All right. Because I was trying Pretty to think good. of like, I was like, is this one of the Florida straight edge bands? And I'm trying to think of like, no, yeah. result of tra- no, method of death. That's why I was. Like- Patrick, 
frigid as existence. Rigid <laughs> as existence. Frigid. Oh, frigid. Uh, Not frigid. Um, <laughs> uh, cold as life. Good job. Tom. 11, eight. Yes. <clears throat> the puncturers. The puncturers. Um. Putting on my rally cap, Tom. Yeah, yeah, I hear it. Um, the puncturers. Um. I'll start the count in a minute. I don't get it. I, I, I don't. Uh, you, you, okay. Patrick? Uh, and the Impalers. Wow. Good job. Oh. Right. Patrick? Really <laughs> yes. Little Danger. Um, little Danger. Count it off. Fuck. If he doesn't get this one, count the shit off. Let's go. <laughs> uh, little Danger. Um, Five. Five. Four. I don't know. Tom. It would be minor threat. Fuck. Fuck. I'm sitting over here going, tiny war. (laughs) Tiny dancer. No. All right. uh, Tom. What's the score? I'm I'm doing the counting. In the meantime, well, I have to because I've got on the most janky version. I'm I'm just typing P P T P T P T. So let me get the full the official count here. Um, Tom, your clue. You're in other words, amalgamate. Amalgamate. Um. Hmm. All right. The first amalgamate. Is it coalesce? It is. Fuck. Hold on. <clears throat> Patrick, would you have gotten that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. 13. All right. It is currently 13 to 10. All right. All right. Um, Patrick? Mm-hmm. Globe Accord. Globe cord. Globe accord. Accord. A C C O R D. Okay. Like Honda. Um, um all right. Uh okay, globe. Um Yep, yeah, which is Bob, count it down. Count it down. Five. <laughs> Globe, what's globe? Come on. All right, five, all right. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Two. One and a half. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he fucks. All right. This is some Tim Donnelly Final shit. gas. Final gas. Uh, globe yeah, no, All right. No. Tom? Some people say it can't be done. 
I'm yeah. going to say world peace can't be done. World peace. <sighs> this is people are in the fucking bag for each other. They're going. <laughs> think about it. Globe. <laughs> Globe. I was, I, 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 it's, I'm sitting here going planet law. <laughs> That's a, there's another good band. We, we're making a lot of good band names. Tom, Mandible 14. Smasher. Mandible Smasher? Yep. Um, Mandible, you know. Right. Think yeah, like it. the E-Town song. <laughs> Path I chose. Yeah, you know. Juicy wow, food. you know it's big when, yeah. Let, let um, me let me pick this one up real quick. Tom's out. <laughs> wow, I was gonna say mouthpiece, but I don't think that's right. Five. It's jawbreaker, Tom. God damn. Okay, that was good. All right, I wouldn't have gotten right. that one. Too All close right. to the Patrick situation. Brian. Patrick. Yes. Deceased warmth. Dead heat. You got it. Good job. Fourteen twelve. Tom. Yes. Sweets. Sweet. Sweets plural. S W E E T S. Yep, you got it. Winner. That's it. Fuck. 15, that was a very 12. tough game. Good job. Thank you, Great job, guys. I was impressed. I was impressed that you guys did so well. Uh, good job. Where Pat killed it. Congratulations, Pat. <laughs> Very close, Patrick. Oh, I skipped one um, because I was never. I didn't. I never felt good about this one. Uh, try this one. Remedy. <sighs> Remedy. I was gonna say fixture, but that's not it. Not fixation. Nope. nope. Um, the cure. Well, you're in the same boat, but hardcore band, hardcore band, uh, synonym for the cure. Come on, guys! Something must be done. Oh, antidote. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. All right. That, that, you could have done that one. You, that that you could have done that one. I wouldn't. Be I might have worked through that one. Harmony quiz. Um, Peace test. You got it. Oh, Good job. Fuck. In other words, thank you. Everybody have a good day. Peace. Hey, yo, what it do? This is Pedro Cerda from Seattle, Washington. I'm here to give a pit report on a show that happened uh, just the other day up here in Seattle. So uh, it was on a Tuesday. It was an off day for uh, Stick to Your Guns. I don't know if it was an off day or if they came up here for that. I think. I think they were opening for like Gojira and Deftones like the day before or something like that. And then they were like, fuck it, let's do like a small hardcore show. But the homies like pulled through and like got it, uh, what's the word, uh, set up in like no time at all. So it was on a Tuesday. Uh, it was the, I don't know, today's the 22nd and it's a Friday. So that was probably what, like three days ago, four days ago. So it was like the 18th or some shit like that. And um, shit was fat, dude. That shit was tight. So it was uh, Stick to Your Guns headlining, and then right before that was Apex Predator, who are the big homies. Shout out Max, shout out Mateo, you know what it is, Max Hall, best drummer in Washington State, for real. Um, and uh, then before them was uh, fucking End of Days, literally probably my favorite band going right now, dude. That shit is so perfect. 
Um, and then right before that was a new band. This was their first show. And it's kind of interesting. They're from, uh, I believe, Spokane. I know they were from, like, the east, or, east side of Washington. Uh, but, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Spokane. And they were tight, dude. That shit was really sick. I, I thought it was kind of weird that, like, their first show was out here. <laughs> like, in Seattle instead of, like, Spokane. But either way, I was down. That shit was tight. Just, like, heavy shit. Really big money shit. Um, and then, you know, obviously right after that was end of days. They fucking killed it, dog. I'm telling you. I was like, I was being ass, dude. Men, women, children. I don't give a shit. I was fucking kicking people in the stomach and shit. You know how we do it. Shit was tight. My boy Max, who I just shouted out a second ago, he had the mic on for a second. Like, he went up there, got that shit. Dude, his vocal sounded insane. I love that boy so much my whole life. You know what I mean? Um, and then right after that was Apex Predator, who, if you don't know Apex Predator, right now, they're like the kings of Seattle, dog. I'm telling you, they're the kings of Washington. Every single set I've seen them play, I'm pretty sure I've seen every set that they played, like, here in Washington, has been fucking crazy, dude. I'm telling you, just, like, people, like, beating the shit out of each other the whole time. Every single time I've seen them, it's felt like I was fighting people. You know what I mean? Like, everyone would just go in the pit at once, and you were just, like, fighting people to, like, to be in there. You know what I mean? Like, punching people, like, not even swinging at them, just literally punching them and shit. You know what I mean? Uh, she was insane, dude. Fucking, oh, yo, shout out my boy Julian, fucking Apex Predator Mosh Captain. That fool is the shit. And then right after that was Stick to Your Guns. That shit was tight, obviously, dude. Stick to Your Guns. Shit was tight. And it was at the tiny little club. Uh, so I don't know if you know, if you know anything about Seattle, you know about uh, the venue El Corazon, which is like a bigger venue. It's kind of like our version of like Gilman from fucking uh, San Francisco. Um, and they have a smaller area called the Fun House. It was in the Fun House. And that shit was perfect for it. It sold out. It was packed. People were going off, just going crazy. Shit was tight, dude. All right, big money. Bless up. Northwest Hardcore on top, baby. Blessings. Hey, Axe to Grind and Axe to Grind family. Just want to do a quick pit report. Uh, it's for uh, not too much of a pit going on, but it was for a ceremonies record release show. Uh, it was here in L.A., uh, April 14th, I couldn't make the 7 o'clock show due to work and not getting there in time. LA traffic, you know how that is. But I caught the 9 o'clock show, which was really cool. Um, it was at Brain Dead Studios, really cool venue. It's like a little small theater, very artsy, very cool. Uh, so the night started with a video called Asparagus. Uh, it's from like the late 70s, really artsy video, pretty cool stuff, kind of fits the whole ceremony vibe going on right now. Uh, shortly after the movie, which was really crazy, um, ceremony came on out. They played a short little set, it was I think six to seven songs, all their mellower stuff. Um, really cool though, being sitting in the theater, it was a different vibe than usually having to stand for most of their shows and you know there's no real pit no one could really stage dive no no sing-alongs or anything like that but uh definitely was really awesome uh i mean it was very intimate i got lucky enough to be only two rows back um saw a lot of really awesome local photographers uh out there shout out to uh, ola soikito and uh amy carla um, but definitely was a super cool show. I mean, Ceremony just, you know, they've gone, uh, they made a lot of music over the last 20 years and, you know, they're getting a little more mellower. Definitely loving it though. So really good stuff. Bang your head a little bit to some of it and, uh, it was really nice. So overall, just very intimate, very awesome. 
definitely would recommend uh, checking them out. I know they're playing shortly out here in Orange County. Uh, hoping some of their more heavier stuff. But um, yeah, just wanted to let you guys know. And uh, I'll probably be back in another few weeks for the uh, Terror, Mind Force, Strife, Dead Heat show without Burst as a special guest. So have a good one, guys. And uh, talk to you guys later. Hey, this is Taylor Sullivan. I'm going to be talking about the New Orleans scene or really just the Gulf Coast in this uh, pit report. The whole Gulf Coast, you know, from New Orleans, Baton Rouge to shit. You can go all the way to Pensacola, Florida, you know. So uh, recently I went to a few shows. One last week that was a war metal show. And then a week before it was like a goth new wave show. But... I'm going to be talking strictly hardcore, so in March I went to a show on the th- on the 18th. It was Dream, Painted Truth, and Ingrown at uh, this bar in the French Quarter called Santos, and uh show was a good time, seeing some old friends, had some friends that traveled from Florida to it, you know, and uh, like I said, it was a party. The bands were partying, you know, everybody was partying, you know, smoking, a few blunts, drinking some 40s, or... Drinking some hand grenades, and uh, the show popped off, you know, a drain. Their sets are like complete anarchy, you know. They legit bring the fucking hype. A lot of people love them. Stage diving, you know, singing along. Pain of Truth, that band is straight gutter. Fucking hoodlum, goon shit. Fucking just nasty, fucking nasty mosh riffs. People ate that up too, you know. People were fucking just... Picking up change, roundhouse kicking, a few people got their teeth chipped or broken or whatever, but it was a good time. Everybody was singing along and having fun, piling on, and uh, Ingrown was the opening band, and they're from like Idaho, and that was the first time I ever heard of them, and uh, yeah, they were pretty fucking super sick. They kind of remind me of uh, Nails with some Celt- with some uh, Celtic Frost riffs thrown in, you know, kind of just like sprinkled in, and uh, yeah, they were fucking dope, really cool, nice Killer Cats, and uh, yeah, that was a fun show. And then on uh, March 21st, I drove to Hattiesburg, which is about an hour from my house. I live uh, about 20 minutes north of New Orleans in a town called Slidell, which is considered the North Shore. And uh, I drove to Hattiesburg to go see Bib, Gel, Armor, they had uh, Candy Apple, and then a couple locals, MS Paint and Fumes. Of course, everybody, I don't know if everybody knows, but Bibb's kind of like reverby, hardcore punk, you know? Shit like uh, hoax and stuff like that, uh, gag, all that, you know? And uh, Gel, they're from New Jersey. They're pretty sick. I enjoyed them a lot. Uh, Armor, Armor's pretty killer. They're from uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Really cool bumper sticker. I bought one of their bumper stickers. <laughs> they're on the back of my fucking uh, Jeep. And uh, Candy Apple, I don't know where they're from, but they were kind of like hardcore punk too, you know? They were pretty sick. MS Paint, the locals, you know? If you haven't heard of them, go check them out. They're the next fucking big thing. I tell you what. And then uh, Fumes, just snotty fucking hardcore punk. Younger college kids, you know, just playing punk rock. Just having fun, you know? And uh, that show was pretty interesting because it was fucking... uh, They had a lot of people there. They had a lot of people drive from... Florida. They had some gutter punks uh, hitchhike their way from Birmingham. They had a lot of my friends drive from New Orleans and Baton Rouge, and they even uh, had some other people drive from the Mississippi Gulf Coast to go catch the show. So uh, 
it was a good time, you know. People fucking pogoing, fucking slamming, you know. Even some people hardcore dancing. Actually, uh, I met Gray Gordon and uh, super, super nice dude. He drove all the way down from fucking uh, Indiana, 12-hour drive, just for that show. But uh, it was a stacked show. It was like a little mini fest, and it was just fun. And it was at that community center. And that Hattiesburg Community Center is pretty interesting because it's a community center that's from the town of Hattiesburg that was donated. And they usually have like, they teach art and have like little art things over there. And then plus recently they've been doing shows and Hattiesburg has a really, really popping like hardcore and punk scene. They've been doing that shit for years with house shows. Uh, DD of MS Paint, you know, has been... uh, putting on shows over there and all the different houses in Hattiesburg and then uh, Hampton and Sarah, you know, from uh, <clears throat> Judy and the Jerks. They be doing a bunch of shows too. And uh, like I said, if you haven't been to or heard any Hattiesburg bands, check them out. MS Paint, Fumes, Judy and the Jerks. They had a bunch of them back then too, like Pleather, Baghead. Big Bleach, I Jammy, which I Jammy was like the Minuteman mixed with BC Boys, which was pretty fucking dope. And Soft Spot, they were pretty fucking killer hardcore punk band too. And they had a few more too, like Disco Lemonade, but literally the list goes on. I went to uh, one in Pensacola, but shit, I forgot which one. I think it was at a Burning Strong, what was it, a Burning Strong record release show. And that was a fun one too. But that was a hot minute ago, and that bitch was packed out too. But Pensacola's also a cool spot. You know, Carter, that runs uh, From Within. I've been knowing him for a hot minute before he was vegan, you know, when he was eating Hungry Howie's on a friend's couch. And then fucking Robert Goodspeed, he's been fucking booking shows and holding down for years. Of course, you probably know if, uh, Mouse at the Palace, you know, a small band. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... I'm also going to give a list of shows that will be happening within the next few weeks or so. I got on uh, May 2nd, it's uh, Spy, Fumes, and Eyesore playing the Thirsty Hippo in Hattiesburg. You know Spy, they're blowing up, you know, and then Fumes, them snotty, snotty college kids playing punk rock, and Eyesore is like a newer kind of hardcore punk band they do like. I guess you would say like art punk stuff. So that's going to be a killer one. On May 14th, is going to be Soul Glow at the Community Center in Hattiesburg. That should be pretty cool too. Hopefully I can make both of them. May 26th in Baton Rouge at Chelsea's Live, it's going to be Tara Kublai Khan, that slam metal, death metal, mosh metal, whatever the fuck they call, Shamshambag. I just call him Bog because I can't pronounce that stupid bullshit of a name, but... The music's killer. And then uh, Pain of Truth, you know, they're going to be ringing nastiness. But yeah, that's on uh, May 26th. On September 24th at Santos in the French Quarter, New Orleans, it's going to be Agnostic Front and Sick of It All. You already know how that's going to be. A fun show, packed out. Oi, oi, for the skinheads, you know. It's going to be fun. On uh, June 13th is the Flex. In New Orleans, I don't know what bar or what venue. I don't know who's opening or what time it's going to start. But I guess the next time I do a peer report, I'll let y'all know. And then on June 15th at Bank Street Bar, it's going to be Scowl. And then I guess they, I think they're getting off a tour with Limp Biscuit, And they're going to be playing over here. So that's going to be uh, a fun one. 
So it's going to be Skull with uh, two of our locals, New Orleans locals, Brat and Paprika. Brat is a newer band. It's been out for about a year or so. They do like a weekend nachos thing with like uh, some death metal thrown into it. But they're just like a fun, great demeanor. They just like to party and have fun, you know? For fans of uh, chick flicks and mosh and hard so yeah listen to brat and then paprika is a newish kind of band too and uh if you like stuff like hoax or if you like that reverby hardcore punk like gag and bib and all that stuff go check them out because that demo is pretty killer and that demo is actually on i think iron long put it out yeah iron long put it out and the tape sold out pretty quick but they actually just repressed them so if you had had a chance to check out Paprika, give them a listen. They fucking dope. Pick up their tape, too. And, uh, yeah. That was, oh, I forgot to say, uh, Pensacola. Pensacola got a popping scene. They got some pretty killer bands. I know you probably heard of a lot of the within bands like Burning Strong and State of Pride and Beskar and all that. But if you hadn't had a chance to check this band out, look up Over the Line. They're young high school cats that are doing fucking youth crew straight edge. And they put out a demo on some Euro label. I forgot what convicted label or some shit like that. But that tape is killer. They, uh, for being high school kids and pumping out that good of material, give them a listen. Over the line. Pensacola straight edge. Check them out. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening uh, to me rambling bullshit for about nine and a half minutes. So y'all take care and peace. Hey, this is Marcos Trujillo. My pronouns are they, them, and I live in Tucson, Arizona, and I am submitting a pit report to the Axe to Grind podcast. Um, today is April 21st. Yesterday on April 20th, hint, um, saw, you know, pretty mega tour here in Tucson, Arizona at a local venue called Encore, which is a venue that's not great, but the bands did a great job of making the best of it. Um, and so this tour was Headliner Knocked Loose with touring support Movements, Kubla Khan from Texas, and Koyo. Um, and it was a great show. I mean, this is like a, a fantastic tour package with a little bit of everything for people, but also this kind of neat through line where it all somehow makes sense together. Um, and so Koyo kicked it off and it was actually a sold out show and they helped me out with a guest list spot. So shout out to the Koyo dudes for being just super cool. Um, and so, yeah, had a had a blast seeing them play. They sounded great. Um, Sal was really nice to the sound guy who somehow messed up every mic on his drum kit. So, like, the first notes that he hit, all of the mics started to fall off. And so people were scrambling for the first part of their set. And he was, you know, it was definitely irritating. But you could see he was being really just nice to the sound dudes who were, you know, kind of getting in the way. Um, so Koyo killed it. Everyone needs to check them out. Um, Kubla Khan was somebody that was new to me, hadn't necessarily listened to them, but I was incredibly, um, excited when they started to play incredibly heavy, aggressive, you know, almost ignorant sounding heavy, um, hardcore, and they just do a great job and it translated really well live. And as somebody I hadn't seen before, I was really kind of surprised how many kids in the crowd were, you know, singing along, doing call and response and just going off for that fucking band. So that was really cool. Um, movements more of a pop punk situation also pretty new to me but was something that was you know kind of nice and it gave a little bit of a 
palette cleanser from um, the first two bands before getting into Knocked Loose, and so they did a great job. Um, appreciated the vocalist, you know, actually giving a shit about the young people in the crowd and trying to, you know, get the security guards to not be douchebags and actually, like, catch people when they're stage diving and not letting them hit the ground and stuff, and so that was cool. Um, and then Knocked Loose fucking crushed it, you know. Um, this venue, according to Google, has an 850-person capacity, and it was a sold-out show. It looked sold out. It felt sold out. Um, and I was talking with my younger brother, Milan, who lives in New Mexico, and saw this tour the day before that I, before I did. Um, and he and I saw Knocked Loose open up for Every Time I Die, like, four or five years ago. And you know, this might be incorrect, but I'm pretty sure it was like their first major tour support spot, their first major like national tour. Um, and so we had a blast seeing Knock Loose a few years ago. And so we were just talking about how neat it is for them to be on a tour where they're in a venue that is a 200 higher person capacity than when they were touring with Every Time I Die and they sold that shit out and you could tell that people were there to see them. Um, and also a really diverse crowd right? Lots of different um, racial ethnicity diversity, a lot of gender diversity, age diversity, and people were really just fucking into it. So that was cool. Um, so yeah, you know, for anybody who's in a band and doesn't necessarily think about Arizona as a major scene, um, I highly encourage you to reconsider that opinion and definitely look into Tucson. Phoenix is cool too, um, but we have a lot of neat people, excited fans, and some neat bands who are interested in supporting people, so um, come to the desert and we'll take care of you. Thanks Extagram for all the great stuff and see you later. All right, so I just realized when after I submitted my pit report, I didn't shout out any of our cool Arizona bands. So let me correct that really quickly. Fortuna Malvada, new, amazing, check them out. You can find them on Instagram at Fortuna Malvada. War Prison, another young hardcore band, kind of metallic hardcore band. You can find them at War Prison 520. Some of our local town heroes get a grip, fast punk hardcore. Um, some people holding it down and representing in indigenous communities in our hardcore scene and concrete evidence. Um, if you're more into grindy, fast, hardcore punk, check out Pig City from Phoenix. Um, we have a band in Tucson called Languish. They're more of a grind band, but they're sick. Um, and also To Live a Lie alumni, Sex Prisoner is also based here in Tucson. Um, and then, you know, the big kind of people making a big splash around the world, Gate Creeper, um, our death metal hometown heroes as well. So again, if you just need some examples of how Arizona is holding it down in our scene, check out these bands and show them some support. Thank you. Hey team, Liam here from Cinepunks with yet another pit report. I hope I'm not getting annoying with these pit reports. I think this is what you guys want is to know what's going on. So hopefully this is cool. Uh, I... On Easter Sunday, which people who know me know I'm a, I'm the husband of a pastor, so getting out on Easter isn't easy. But on Easter Sunday, I went on up to Milwaukee, to Milwaukee, uh, to the Cactus Club, to catch the Angel Dust Spiritual Cramp Webbed Wing Tour with special opener Big Laugh. Uh, this is at the the Cactus Club, which is a 
well, I've never been to Milwaukee, period. So saying I've never been to this venue isn't really saying a, a whole lot. But I've never been to this particular venue where Milwaukee uh, – it was cool. It was uh, neat. It's it's interesting because it has very much a vibe of like a DIY venue, but it's also very much like an actual bar. But, you know, it's got two rooms. It's got the bar room and the band room and uh, and bathrooms, of course, and that's it, you know. And uh, it, it very much has that chill DIY venue vibe but is like a legitimate bar for, you know – drinkers i'm straight edge but you know for people who want to chill and get a drink it still has a very chill bar feel uh this tour actually started in chicago but i couldn't get up there for that first show so i had to on easter travel on up to milwaukee which is not far from chicago area uh opening was big laugh uh i've talked about them before on the internet uh people know i'm a, I'm a big fan of this band actually my first show back from the pandemic was an outdoor show with big laugh and canal Ariel outside uh by a also by a canal which is funny uh in chicago and that was great uh i can say this though that was i guess over a year ago now um big laugh has somehow gotten noticeably better since then and i liked them then does that make sense uh they they the uh for those of you who haven't heard big laugh they're very much the sort of band that will remind you of like uh 80s hardcore um elements of like agnostic front and breakdown but also maybe some boston-y stuff in there too uh but very much themselves are you know punk guys they look very much like punk guys which shouldn't be a surprise uh when we hear 80s hardcore because 80s hardcore was hardcore punk but it is always to me where i'm like oh look they're they're they look more like uh fans of of the punk uh and they're great and not only that they played new material i think it was new material or at least it sounded like new material at this show and those songs were great uh i feel like maybe they're expanding their sound there were parts that felt a little more driving um there were parts that felt a little more noisy experimentally uh still all within the same vague framework which is like i'm gonna stamp stamp stomp around and and run into people sort of vibe uh yeah it was cool they're they're really great if you haven't seen them if you like uh hardcore that is very much uh in the hardcore punk uh world uh then i think they're a band that you should check out i very much I'm a fan. I, I wish they had merch at the show. I would have. I would have bought something. They didn't have any. Uh, shout out to uh, you know. There was not a lot of moshing at this show. The rest of the the lineup was not very core. So there was one guy who was moving around a little bit, and twice he ran into the same dude by mistake. Like not by mistake, but you know what I mean. Like he wasn't swinging on this dude. He just happened to bump into this one guy, and each time that guy just happened to not be paying attention and like ate it, just ended up on the floor. And I felt really bad for him because it wasn't like a hard hit. It wasn't like oh yeah, he took him out. He just bumped into the dude, and it was just the wrong moment. That dude bit it. And I felt bad. Felt bad for you guy. Sorry. Uh, then up next was Webwing, uh, friend friends of the show. Let's say friends of mine. Uh, well, I, actually, I'll put it this way. Jake and, and Taylor, I, I just I've met them. They're nice guys. I know them, but I don't like know them, know them. And then Mike Paulshock, who plays bass in that band now, great friend, great friend. If you haven't checked out his podcast, Wine and Cheese, that's W H I N E and Cheese, uh, an ex- exploration of uh, what is it? Whiny music and cheesy movies. They basically combine a movie and a mostly emo, not just emo record, and talk about it. It's a fun podcast. They're on the Cinepunks Network. Mike plays bass in that band. Got to hang out with Mike, you know, chat him up, 
uh, talked to him a bunch. Wed Wing is great. If you haven't checked out Wed Wing and you like The Rock, uh, I think they're fun. I think uh, Notorious Stage Banter Band, uh, they did not fail in that way either. Uh, really great. Just a, just a tight band. And I really like the new record a lot. And uh, I thought the songs from the new record they played live just really went off for me. So, yeah, I like that band. Uh, up next was Spiritual Cramp. I am a mark for Spiritual Cramp. Uh, first of all, shout out to any band in 2022 who all like kind of dress like mods. Like there's very much like a, a fashionable skinhead punk vibe going on, which like considering like most fashion now is like baggy clothes. And, and I'm kind of okay with that because I put on a ton of pandemic weight. So I'm over here buying overalls and shit. And then these dudes get up and they've got like fitted Fred Perry's on. And I'm like, Oh no, you look how I wish I actually looked. It, it was, it was cool. But also the band's great. The sick band. Um, it's hard to describe their sound because it's, it's got elements of just traditional punk. It's got elements of like new wavy stuff. There's stuff that like kind of borders on, I don't know if I would say ska, but like ska influenced rock. Uh, they're just very much like a band that fills up a room um, and has a lot of energy, even for the songs that are more mid-tempo, kind of like almost dancey songs. Uh, they still come across like they're fucking rocking out, like just as a live band. They even have a dude in the band who just plays the tambourine slash maracas. And that guy is up there. He is like intense and and in a fun way like not like he's self-serious but he's like doing his thing and whew, i don't know that's that's a killer live band and, and you know that's no disrespect to the other bands on the bill it's just that's probably one of my favorite bands right now so i was glad i got to see them um bought a record it was you know felt good uh angel dust was next uh that's of course, Justice, and then he's got you know other people playing in the band since uh, the obviously the Turnstile guys are a little busy right now. Um, I don't know. I know Angel Dust can be kind of controversial for people. There's a lot of people who prefer the older stuff or only like the newer stuff. I'm a fan of the whole catalog. I like that they play a few of the older songs live and those still go off. Uh, I like the new stuff too. Um, just like they've really figured out their sound live. I, I don't know. It's it, I feel like they're the sort of band that me telling you, the listener right now, like, Ayo, Angel Dust is great. You either already know that or you don't care that I think they're great. Does that make sense? That's no disrespect to them at all. Like I said, they're one of my favorite bands right now. Um, but I like that sound. I like that kind of uh, punk-adjacent, rockin', acoustic-y at times sound. I, I don't want to speculate as to influences. My experience, I don't know Justice that good, but I've talked to him a few times. My experience is that his and, and that whole crew that he is friends with, their musical influences are so diverse that to suggest that you know what it is they're borrowing from is, is silly because they like a lot of stuff um, and some of it's stuff that I don't even know. So all I'll say is for me, I like the evolution of Angel Dust and I like that there are elements they still play live of the of the old stuff. I get if you are someone who wishes there was still a band that sounded like Toxic Boombox. I don't know that there is one. Uh, if there is, you know, tell us about it. I'd like to know if your band sounds like Toxic Boombox era Angel Dust, that's sick. And I'd like to hear more of it. But uh, that doesn't mean I'm not stoked on all the new stuff as well. So, you know, I, I, I guess I'm trying to not disrespect people who feel like they, they, they're not ready to evolve in their taste with where Angel Dust is going. But I thought they were great live uh i had to leave 
a little bit before they finished, a few songs before they finished, just because it's, you know, it's not far, but it is an hour and a half, and it was a Sunday night, so I had to get home. But great venue. Cactus Club was sick. Uh, fun show. These bands are still on tour, so if you get a chance to see them around you, I cannot recommend you get out there enough. Um, please buy merch from all the bands, uh, but, you know, I think especially um, – uh, bands, the bands that are actually on tour if your show has openers. But anyways, uh, cool. Thanks for listening. Sorry if I'm annoying. Bye.